Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. This is Crypto Chat with Chapo coming at you today on this very chilly day, but it's beautiful nonetheless. With the crypto news, checking in on prices. Surprisingly, we have a little bounce going on right now. In the last 24 hours, Bitcoin is up to 16,966, which is up a little more than 2%. Ethereum, same thing, up 1.6%, trading at 12,68. XRP is having a phenomenal 24 hours, up 13%, trading at 39 cents. Doge up 2%. So we're, we're seeing a lot of green today. Up and down the charts, even Solana is up 4.6%, trading at 14.48. I do think that Solana is going to probably survive this saga that has been going on related to Sam and his connections to Solana and a couple other projects, Serum, Maps, Oxygen, those things inside of the Solana ecosystem. I do think it's going to survive because I do think there are plenty of developers and NFT heads inside the Solana ecosystem that are going to probably carry it forward. I do think maybe this is an opportunity to buy at some point. Still a little hesitant to hop in on anything right now as I've been talking about, but it does look like Solana potentially can recover for them from this don't know depends if it gets roped into all of the sam drama that i'm going to talk a little bit about again just because it is a very important situation that is ongoing and it's bringing out some weird just really weird things that i will get into in my opinion avalanche up three percent trading at 1354 chain link chain link up five percent Algorand up 11%, Quant is up 14%, HBAR up 9%. Up and down the line, minus Trust Wallet, who's had a, has a great last few days. Trust Wallet's down 20%. I think what, what we saw with Trust Wallet potentially was just the self-custodian aspect of what was going on in relation to FTX. When I say the self-custodial, in case you don't know, Basically, when you have your funds on a centralized exchange, those tokens really aren't in your possession. They're not really yours. They're on the exchange. You think they're yours. You think you ought to be able to take them out, but we have seen time and time again that these withdrawals get halted or stopped. FTX happens to be the biggest one in recent memory here where these funds are locked and they're not coming off bankruptcy has been filed the likelihood of you getting those funds back is not very high yesterday I talked about probably some insider-ish moves to get funds off and 
maybe not the most ethical way legal maybe I don't really know but probably not very ethical so with with trust wallet or MetaMask, which I'm not a fan of, but use all the time. Rainbow Wallet, I like a little bit better. Uh, the Block Wallet, which the price of Block or Blank was doing really well yesterday, which had me looking at it. I'm just not ready to commit to it. Uh, that has, let's see, I'm going to take a look at what that was trading at. So basically, these wallets seem to be, these self-custodian wall, custodial wallets seem to be the ones that are kind of taking off. So Block Wallet or Blank, it's actually down quite a bit, surprisingly. It is down almost 20% trading at 10 cents, which I, you know, I gotta be honest, Blank or, or the Block Wallet has some potential. I've used it. It was, I think it was pretty decent, especially when I consider it to compared against MetaMask. I, I was experiencing a little bit of hang up in my browser, some loading time issues that did seem to resolve themselves once I disabled the extension. Now I think those things can be fixed if they're getting the feedback on it. And given the token supply, if you look at the block wallet or blank token, the market cap is only at, I can find this link here, the market cap is ranked 1,142. The mark, total market cap is only $4 million. Its all-time high was $5.50 way back prior to the first crash of the 2021 bull run in April, it was trading at about $5 and sort of cascaded down, had a little bump yesterday. But I don't know, this wallet has some potential in my opinion. The total supply is just over, just north of 100 million, so 124 million-ish, 125 million tokens. So I kind of like it. I'm looking at it, not buying as usual. But I think that's why some of these other tokens that are related to the self uh, custodial idea have taken off. That's also why I think some of the DEXs seem to be getting a little bounce as well, but we'll see how that play out, plays out. I did want to talk about everything that's unfolding with Sam Bakeman-Fried again, because it's, it's still unraveling, and I suspect that it will continue to do so. What I am finding very interesting is the various different reactions that we're having across just me media in general. It seems that a New York Times post or article was maybe a little bit kind to Sam, maybe. I don't know if that's gonna continue. Also, I don't see very many people bringing up the lawsuit they had in 2018 where they were sued along with a couple of other people for manipulating uh, Bitcoin prices on Binance Exchange. And potentially this is the root of the dispute between Sam and CZ. I, I don't really know, but in 2018, a Bitcoin company of some sort filed 
a lawsuit, which I don't know the outcome to, I haven't had the opportunity to dig further into that research, against SAM and other connected players, including you know those associated with Alameda Research, for manipulating prices and essentially selling unregulated securities in regards to FTX. So it's interesting. I don't know if anybody else has dug into that. Maybe people should do a little research on that. I think that it has definitely some connection to what's going on today. So one of the things that I have found really interesting is how many people are drawing connections to SAM and other things, sort of lumping them together. And Vitalik Buren of Ethereum fame essentially said, agrees with crypto Twitter dunking on SAM. You know, insults, you know, basically name calling, saying you should go to jail, all those things. Maybe not go to jail in terms of what Vitalik was saying, but in terms of the dunking, just the sort of witch hunt, if you will. I don't even want to call it a witch hunt. Anyways, so Vitalik was saying, yeah, that seems appropriate, but we also have to remember Sam is a human, which really sounds weird. And maybe I wouldn't feel this way if I had funds on FTX. So I, I, as far as that goes, I didn't have funds on there. I feel bad for people that did. But, yeah, man, the guy is a human, and people make mistakes. That doesn't excuse him, but I do agree with Talek that he is a person, and I know that people would probably just rail on the fact that myself or anybody would say this, but he is a person. And I think that the law enforcement part of it, if it happens, is really out of everybody's control. Moving on from this, which who knows how long this is going to play out, we just have to take a lesson here in the characters that we allow power and influence in crypto. And when I say we allow, there is going to be some trickiness to it because there's no really gatekeeper to this other than people on Twitter and it's not an official thing and some people love Sam at the time. Maybe a lot of people, probably a lot of people. A lot of people ended up getting rich because of him. Maybe they lost it all. I don't know that. But if you were following him on Twitter in, in 2020 and you were playing his alpha, if as it were, you would have made a lot of money. Now, what did you lost it all? I don't know about that, but here's the thing. We need to do better in crypto. We need to do better than Doquan. We need to do better than uh, Zoo. We need to do better than the scammers, the rugs. We, we just need to do better. If we don't, which we're not, this is where the regulators are going to come in and make things miserable. Now, from what I understand, once again, don't have the evidence to this, but I bet you it comes out, is that Sam was, so to speak, 
in, the, in bed with some politicians. Now, the, the play apparently is he was trying to make it all favorable for himself and the projects he's associated with and throw everybody else under the bed. Now, is this true? I guess we're going to find out at least part of the way. So there's going to be a lot of angry, angry people aside from the cash that is lost. And we saw this anger with BitBoy as he was railing against Sam several weeks ago. It seems like he was right and he knew quite a bit. What is weird to me at this point also, as, as this is unfailing, some of these other people, Doquan, etc., are starting to come out of the woodwork and comment on, on Twitter on these threads, which is just baffling to me. It's almost as if they think, well, Sam was worse, so I'm going to show my face now. Maybe even pointing fingers like, hey, we it's not our fault that Luna collapsed. This is just an example. Sam orchestrated this. His cronies did this to us. And so not only is he guilty of the FTX, but he's also guilty for cascading my protocol. That is the feel that I'm getting. So back to the politicians politician part as well, which I'm just not crazy about, is this weird thing that's happening on crypto Twitter, aligning Sam with the Democrats in order to hate them both. It does seem true that Sam donated maybe billions, a billion, massive amounts to the Democrats which you know he has every right to do but then to try to make this connection that democrats hate crypto and maybe some of them do they don't understand it but we have to get out of this mindset of crypto versus a certain political party rather than crypto versus I don't know if the regulation is the right word, but crypto, how do we bring it to everybody? How do we make the government happy? How do we make foreign countries happy? How do we make customers happy? And and it, it's gonna be tricky. If the, the total ethos of Satoshi is to cut out the legacy financial market, then we are in an epic battle between the powers that be financially, banking, corporations, etc. They seem to often control legislation, whether we want to accept that or not in the United States. I think it is relatively clear that that happens quite frequently that laws are favorable to corporations and less favorable to average people you can beg to differ with me fine do it I don't really care that's my stance that's where I think we're at so if, if, if it really is crypto versus legacy then it, it, it shouldn't be crypto versus Democrats it shouldn't be crypto versus Republicans it should be crypto against the machine and how do we come together 
and make that work, if at all possible. The number one thing we need to do, other than, okay, the number one thing is to come together as crypto enthusiasts, traders, developers, etc. The number two thing we need to do, other than coming together, the number two thing we need to do is after we have that unified front, we need to get rid of all of the bad players in the space as swiftly, swiftly as possible. Now you're not going to always know, but just by the, the information that is starting to come out, people knew that Sam was doing stupid stuff, unethical. People knew. People knew. There needs to be some sort of whistleblower, some sort of investigative crypto squad of some sort other than just one person to act swiftly against these bad actors and clean up the space. Let's just clean it up. Talk, Trump talks about a swamp. Well, we got a swamp in crypto, folks. We need to drain it. Get rid of the bad actors. Find them. Root them out. Do not accept this type of behavior in the space. I tell my kids, I tell everybody that I have encountered with as a coach, coach wrestling for a number of years, I love the sport, but I always tell, tell athletes and my own children, it's never the wrong time to do the right thing. And we haven't been doing the right thing. We've been letting things go, turning the other cheek. And yes, I'm talking to people on crypto Twitter. Let's figure out a way to end this insanity before we drive it all into the ground. And it'll be years and years before it comes back. We're on the verge of it. We are on the verge of it. I don't care what anybody else, we are on the verge of completely fumbling the vision. Let's not have it happen. It's been episode number 104 with Crypto Chat with Chapo. Have an amazing day. Be in the present moment. Try to smile today even though I'm feeling a little grouchy about this. Have a great day. Bye. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.